I told you I got roasted by my friends about our podcast. Because we record outside? Yeah, they're like, dude, you guys are gangsters. You're recording outside? Where's you? What's the deal? I'm Somebody like, calls you a gangster and you say that's being roasted? Um, it wasn't in the coolest. It was just like, <laughs> uh. I mean, it, it, I guess on one end, it's a compliment. Like, you guys get it done. Yeah. On the other end, it's, you have this incredibly established business and you record in the parking lot. It's this kind of funny juxtaposition, which is great. Um, nose and no, no, just nose, nose, goes, nose, goes. Do you have a card for us today or just I don't have a card. strategy I, of chatting? I wanted this to be two-parter. <laughs> two-parter? Two-parter. Well, no, not two-parter. You're but, claiming two-parter already? Yeah. Not two-parter as far as episodes, but two-parter as far as- Dead the, Reckoning 1 and 2. The, there's a, there was an email in the podcast mm. Uh, mm. email account, and somebody was saying how we mentioned the seven steps of service. We did. And then they asked, what are they? So I was curious if we could run through what we call the seven steps of service. Hi. And then I have a second question- Oh, about them after the f- after we go through them. Hello, hi, hello. Hi. So if you guys okay. want to hey. tell hey. me, hey, how's it going? Good. Hey. Hey, that's step one. Just did it. Did that blow your mind? Greeting. Yeah, it's a seven steps of service. is a system that we run every guest through to make sure that they have the best experience possible, and to make sure we can attend to their needs, make them feel comfortable. And it's important to note that the steps are. The steps are seven steps. It's not a script in the way that, you know, you go into a big corporate chain and every single person has to say the exact same thing every time. You've got a little a little wiggle room to, to be yourself and, and be authentic. And these kind of things are more important than you might realize. Guest experience, uh, if they're coming through many times through, they want something relatively consistent. They want to know what to expect, like Chris said. And that's why a script like this matters you and as well as operationally right so you have a few things you have like an ask you have a greeting you have an ask and i get we could literally walk through this one by one but you know hi how's it going right what can i get for you you need these these are all things what are you here for you're here for something so, so step one is a greeting the first step, step one is a greeting the, the first of seven hello greeting. yep the, the second step is what can i get for you and then you get to find out you know what can i get for you and you're sitting there and you're having a conversation with them they're telling you whatever it might be a latte, a cappuccino, whatever the case may be, right? Uh, then you can kind of prompt them the next thing. Are you going to have that for here? Are you going to take it with you? Well, let, can we can we pause? Yeah, always. Let's break it. Let's break it out further. Yeah. Break it out further, please. We can just dive into the nitty gritty because I think there's these little things with each step that seem simple, and but they're not. They are and they're not. So well, they're intentional for the for the greeting. It's not, it is, yeah. Hi, how are you? Welcome in. What's going on? You know, however you want to do it. But we have something that we use called the two-step rule. So if any guest within the first two steps of coming into the cafe, they need to have a greeting within that time. So you don't want someone to walk into the cafe, not be greeted in any way. They've been standing in line. They've been there for three minutes, four minutes, however long with, you know, and nobody sees them. So that's part of, that's part of the greeting. Right, and then another part of the greeting, the biggest part of the greeting for me is eye contact, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because a greeting is not a greeting unless it's directed at a human being. And we yeah. see this was... when when the when the first step goes wrong, where let's say you have a busy bar, line out the door, and you know the barista's working, and they're just kind of heads down still. <clears throat> hey, welcome in, and that, they're, they're not even looking up. That. And yeah, it's that's frustrating because it's completely impersonal to where you're. That's when scripts go wrong because you're doing the thing. You're checking off the box 
but you're missing the spirit of what that is for, which is to connect with someone and welcome them into our space, help them feel seen. Yeah. So two-step will happen regardless of if you're standing in front of somebody or not, but you're still going to get a greeting individually. And to Chris's point, you know, smile, eye contact, pleases, thank yous, common courtesy, stuff like that are really important gestures you can add to a hospitality experience like that. And then, yeah, if you're asking for what you'd like, that's, that's, that is the simplest portion. You know, you're going to ask somebody what they would like to that's have. That's step two. That's yeah. step what two. What can we get for you? What can we get for you? And that one is kind of semi-self-explanatory. Yeah. There's a section later that kind of builds in a buffer to that, right? Anything else for you is a great opportunity next. It's a specific step. And that is an opportunity to remind somebody. And again, this is a script. You're open. So what do you want to do? You can either say, hey, would you like to try? You can, you can just, if you're that kind of person, right? Oh, we have whole bean or it's first Friday, 10%. Or you can say, is there anything else for you? And a anything lot of times- Anything else gives you an opportunity to kind of expand to, or experience. And for the guests, it also is like, if you're in a rush, oh yeah, actually I forgot I need to get a pastry. Oh yeah, I forgot I need to get, you know, oh shoot, you know, I almost missed it, which is great. So you're making sure that they've had a moment. I and, like- anything else because it's an open door yeah. where it is that memory jog like you're talking about and then for the organization it's also the classiest way to do an upsell without an upsell because all you're doing is opening the door for them where one of the things that i never really liked was i'd go in and i'd say oh you know someone's like what can i get for you I was like, i'll have a i'll have a cappuccino and they're like, do you want a pastry with that i'm like well, I didn't order a pastry, so no, I actually don't want a pastry with that. And it's such a direct ask that it's yeah. really off-putting for me. But if I came in and ordered a cappuccino and someone said, anything else? I Maybe I'll be like, oh, maybe, yeah, actually, sure, yeah, I do want a pastry, you know? Um, so it's just a cool, open, soft landing. It's the illusion of like. choice. Well, no, it is choice. It's just it's someone's being attentive to your needs again, but you're able to direct it. It's not like they're trying to cram you into yeah. this thing. You know, I bought a hard drive yesterday, had to go over to Best Buy and, Ugh. you know, just had to grab one on the fly. And it's just like, do you have the uh, membership with us? No, I just want the hard drive. Would you like to sign up for one with us? No, I just want the hard drive. You get 10% off this. Per I'm, I just want a hard drive. I'm trying to get home to do some work. Like, just sell me this hard drive. It's like and, at the movie theater, you used to go, would you like to go large for a dollar or a quarter more? Just yeah. a quarter more. And then you just I'm like, thank you. No, I want the size no, I asked No, I, I asked for what I wanted. Yeah, yeah thank you very much. So, the, and what else is great because it's this open question. The guest gets to drive the interaction and it jogs their memory because a lot of times you do for forget things where it's like oh shit yeah i'm supposed to bring home coffee for my wife thank you for that i will have a large coffee to go as well step four is for here to go you know we having this for here you're taking it for everywhere Ta-da! Ta -da! <laughs> so for, for for here to go it's an accuracy opportunity it's an accuracy opportunity and it's well a lot of people make assumptions. I've gone to coffee shops where they just automatically put something in a to-go cup or they automatically put something for here. Or they automatically do certain things one way and certain things the other way. Again, we're just going down this clarity thing. And then once once you hear that, whether it's for here or to go, there's some things that you can take action on right away to where it's like if there's a pastry in the order and you're right by the pastry case, you know, you can start putting things either on bags or on plates. If there's brewed coffee... 
you can grab those and do double duty at the same time. You're I not just standing tea. there. Yeah. Right. Your so, list goes on and on. Yeah. You can start prepping literal things and start prepping like what am i going to do after this transaction and you're absolutely over. present through that whole moment which is cool you're listening you're attentive you're there and that's beautiful yeah and if you're a barista and you're listening as well you can get started which i would do many times over i'd get started on the shots necessary for whatever drinks are coming and put them in their appropriate packages yeah. so we have that portion and then the next is identifying the human being or the order name right so this is this is different than, it's not different, but we used to call out drinks, right? Along the, call out drinks, hey, three lattes on the bar, ready to go. A lot of people get the same drink. This is really an opportunity to make sure that the order is for the person. So the world has also changed, and I used to call out these names, but it would be, for instance, like, the order's for Stan, but Stan got their coffee and went and sat down, and actually the drinks are for, you know, their partner, Lucy. Yeah. You know, so it's like, hey, who, what's this order? I would always make it fun. It doesn't have to go like this. But coming up with a name and identifier for the order is great. I would say, what's the team name for this one or something like that? to a, Team Stan. I would, and I would. I'd say Team Stan because that's also, in my opinion, an opportunity to make the order about a group of people and not one individual. So, again, though, it's a name. It's related to accuracy once again. For here to go is an accuracy opportunity. The next portion is accuracy of the order for the person who did it. And there is the opportunity again to recap that order. Like and it's you said. all you know, every drink is basically the same in the cafe. At any given time there's six lattes on the bar, like back to back to back to back to back. Right. So that whole is this my latte thing? Like are Funny you a little team mean, but yeah, it's that's for real. So it's like latte. Yeah. Latte <laughs> Was that my latte? It's a latte. Is this my latte, Jonathan Well, Weathers? I had a latte with an ad shot. I don't know. It's like, dude, okay. Shameless Michael Weiser, your order's ready. <laughs> shameless plug. Uh, we have a barista tips video on take a take a name, not a not a drink. Take a name, dude. Take a name. I'm all uh, out check here it just out kicking on YouTube. Taking names. It's just better. So, step five, take a name. Step six is communicating the total and taking payment. Recapping the bonus order. points for recapping the order. Sure, it's okay. Cool. Sticky bun. What would I get? I would get a I would get a sticky bun, blueberry buckwheat scone, Cappuccino. concierge choice. Oh, concierge choice. Yeah, Coffee as for in here. Gibraltar. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, I'll have an espresso, but I'm going to get that later. 13 How much does coffee cost right now? $500, sir. <laughs> $566.42. $500 plus 25% tip. I would, yeah. I'm Thank just going to do one more thing. Let's <laughs> flip the screen for you <laughs> to look at. 25 or else or bust. And then the last and seventh step is thanking the guest and guiding them to where they need to be. Where, you know, that could just be like, cool, thank you so much. Your drink's going to pop out right over there. Jared's going to have your drink ready in just a couple of minutes. And it, it's so annoying when you don't know where to wait for your, for your stuff. Or if you're at a cafe like Swift where we're at now, we have food and coffee it's like how does the food work do i pick up the food at the bar do you bring me the food so it's just really easy like here's your number your number's two we're gonna come find you at your table for your food jerry's gonna have your drink up on the bar right over there you can go grab it i think there's multiple things to that there's the intro level which is exactly what we need from somebody who's new here to not overwhelm them yeah which is the base level and exactly what chris said hey you know this is this it's gonna come out right over here but there's building blocks upon the hospitality opportunity some of which I think we do need to work on maybe some clearer signage of like, hey, bus bins, things like that that are nice. I totally actually think we do. 
there's also the portion where a team member can take one more step and be like, I got you your coffee, cream and sugar, lids yeah. right over here, here, at every cafe. Like this is, to me, that's the simplest win. Um, drinks are going to come out right over there and you can point in the direction. And that to me is a simple level up that we could take ourselves to as a concierge every single every single cafe. Um, so that's, that is it. And then collecting the money and see you later, alligator. Smile, thank you. Eye contact one more time. Yeah. Gonna be a real nice day. Great to have you. So those are the those are the those are R seven. Those are R seven steps of service. Yeah. The seven. So the the follow up question for me is it's kind of a discussion because when I was looking at these, the first thing I thought when I saw them was this just looks like an SOP on how to take an order. Sure. Because I heard seven steps of service and for me I thought that that should cover everything in the cafe. But when I finally looked at it, uh, this is about to be a rad showdown between big truck and little truck. This is this is when we get roasted by my podcast friends. It's okay. He's about to hit the yellow pole, and it's going to be Why don't even you just worse. take this sound bite and put it over that beeping, right? And just put it over moments when we're thinking. <laughs> it's like our Jeopardy music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is... Use it to our advantage. But when I was originally looking at them, I I've, I thought that they were something bigger. I haven't been through our retail process. Sure. So I didn't know. So when I heard seven steps of service, I thought, oh, from the moment a guest comes in our doors to the moment they leave, the seven steps of service should cover like their whole time here. And then when I finally read them, I thought, this is just an SOP for taking somebody's order. Yeah. Is, is that true? an SOP plus seven because there's so much intention I I think I think yeah you can go further than that but it's where it sits is specifically in concierge training yeah concierge are a elevated version of what people would say the till or the drawer or a red job like we're expecting an elevated version so seven steps of service and taking an order is what you are asking about Mm -hmm. you as somebody who's outside looking in maybe could decide to go that route if you want what you just did but like that means that you're kind of missing what and i don't the context and so much of our work requires context that's back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this it's like the context of having a special drink at a cafe makes sense to me as it doesn't the context of switching up how an operating procedure goes across the board because there's maybe a specific need in an area of like a portion of a department they don't they don't they're not the same thing there's so much context to this stuff personally not even personally i think everywhere you got to really like look at the bigger picture and mix it with a smaller picture i i yeah i think you hit the nail on the head when you're saying seven steps of service is in this context of you're a new hire you're in concierge training this is how we run the concierge station. But when Wiser, you're asking, where does that end and hospitality begin? It's, it, it doesn't work like that. You know, hospitality yeah. is baked into everything we do, as are the rest of our values and our mission. So you could take any slice of our training and education, whether that's concierge stuff, Coffee 101, or higher level leadership stuff, and a slice should reflect all of those values as a whole. So yeah. if you're if you're looking at those 
those things, you know, hospitality is the first and foremost, but if you're looking at even just something like artistry, you know, we've been using that example. It's like, there's a million different ways to ring people up. Um, there's people who push buttons on the register and then there's a concierge who makes this register work into their art and navigates it with such, not just enthusiasm, but also professionalism to where they're not only making it fun, but they're making it faster and flows in a, in a really certain way and that's why this is not simply a checklist or sop of how to work register because that would be that scripted thing hi welcome to mcdonald's what can i get for you would you like to add fries with that for a dollar would you know and and so forth and so on is we do have this room to play and connect with the person that we're we're looking at in a way that's natural and to be able to meet the guests where they're at, which everyone's in a different place. And mm-hmm. the best, the people who really kick ass at guest service are able to see that and respond to it. So you might have one server in a restaurant with four tables and they're kind of a, they're treating each of those tables a little bit differently because of the energy of the table, what that table's expecting. And, that's that's magical yeah i think again for me the context i always just thought of it as like we are known for having great service and so when i hear something called seven steps of service i think that that should apply to all the times in which i think we are giving service and so for me it was kind of a shock to go oh this only has to do this this thing that i keep hearing about only has to do with this one area like, I would expect if I heard seven steps of service, I'd be like, water checks, you know, things like that. Like, I would assume stuff like that is on there, stuff that covers the whole time that the person is engaging with us. There's a whole other thing that I think a lot of people miss, and that's in order to deliver something, Not it's not even the antithesis, it's exactly what Chris is saying, and we have to do our best job with all of our tenure and our experience over the 20-some-odd years of hospitality to allow people who have no experience in this yeah. have touch points that matter. Yeah. Right? So, so much of our work is taking all of this comprehensive and complex shit and making it simple enough to digest at an intro level without overwhelming our team and, yeah. and having it be a consistent building block because that is awesome. All of that ba- baked in and baked in opportunity to be autonomous still needs to play within some form of clarity and framework that we can teach and teach relatively quickly. You know, this is for a lot of people, an intro level job. It's a stop through. So we want them to build skills, get better, but to be able to replicate amazing hospitality, artistry, all that experience. And that to me is where the genius of most companies is, or maybe could fall short because you have to show people what this stuff is. Oh yeah, grinding. You have to show people what this is without, without robotic to making it robotic. Yeah. At the same time, it has to be specific enough that somebody yeah. can learn it, who maybe has never experienced the nuances of. Oh yeah, you know what sounds, it feels good is like going out and offering a water check. Like we probably have to set that somewhere and be like, hey, go do a water. Go see if anybody wants water. Or when you're busing a cafe, right? Hospitality related. Full hands in, full hands out. Full hands out, full hands in. That means you take something out to somebody, set it all down. But while you're out there, you bring your towel and you clean up and you bring something and you put it away and you make the space better. Yeah. Full hands out, full hands in is just a reminder of what does it mean to do that? It means you go out, 
You wipe a condom and stand, hopefully. You restock it. You say hi to people. You do all of these things, but your reminder is full hands out, full hands in. Put out some fires. Sure. Like yeah. the, the thing is, is the list is endless, but you can't ask somebody and you, you need to build a build to being able to ask somebody to do all of those things in the walkout. In your first week, full hands out, full hands in. A win could be you walked everything out and you said hi to somebody and you remembered to wipe something down. Yeah. You know? So it's like, sure, if you wanted to try to break down every single opportunity on the table, you have a huge ass list that you could say is way more than seven steps to service. But our job is to make this stuff manageable. And it, and it won't be unless you create really specific and intentional building blocks along the way. And there's a lot of them, but I think they're, they're four levels up. That's kind of what we're experiencing and working on now. You should all do that at your own cafes as well. There's specific things you need to do, and they're very overarchingly straightforward, right? You have a place where somebody takes an order. You have a place where somebody makes some stuff, maybe multiple places. You have a place for people to like hang out and sit or not. You have a place for them to pick up the stuff. And there's, it's not as simple as that, but in general, like those are kind of your overarching deliverables. You have humans, a space, and the equipment you use, and guests, right, in some capacity. And then you kind of have to play with that. I kind of thought you were going to keep going and just start listing off a bunch of no, stuff. No, I mean, those are kind of like <laughs> if you have canvases to paint on, you yeah. know, those are kind of them. Um, so that's where you have to break it down as specifically as you can without micromanaging i think which no i don't think a lot of people like to think about that they get overwhelmed in that concept they're like ugh, ugh, i don't like it <laughs> how are you feeling chris i feel great yeah yeah good what's the second part of your question well that was the, the first part was what is the seven steps of service and the second part uh, was does it apply to more than just taking the order because, again, like I said, for me, the context when I first learned of it was just, oh, this seems very, this seems like a big thing that we rely on that is actually just a very, very narrow part of the time that the guest is in our cafe. It's huge, though. It is a big thing that we rely on, but it's, it's how the guest lands in the cafe. So, sure, it doesn't encompass, like, you know, what you were talking about is, like, the whole time and, you know... I thought it encompassed the whole time, and sure, maybe that's like the 5,000 steps of service, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where it's, you know, there there is hospitality built into that barista training. Well, how does it look to serve someone a drink? But I think you've got this really small window of time when you get a guest into the building that it's impossible to recover from if you do it wrong. Because, like, if I go in somewhere and I'm not greeted in any meaningful way— and the beginning of the interaction is just fumbly and haphazard, and I get the idea that these people don't value my time, it almost doesn't matter how good the product is coming out the back. It doesn't matter what the barista says to me. It doesn't matter when the food comes out, like, you know, how delicious it is or whatever. I'm just like, these people don't care. They don't care about me. Maybe they care about their craft, maybe, but they certainly don't care about me or my money or my time or anything. So it is that soft landing for the guest that is sending that bigger brand message that's like hey we really give a shit and we take this seriously and we respect your time and we respect that you've chosen to be a part of the journey 
be a part of our journey or we're excited to be a part of your journey is really what it is. And if you don't have something that sets that up, it's, it's going to be a bummer. Yeah. To the other layers, you're talking about something that we and most companies could lean into more too, which is language and cultural language. And what do we use for what, you know? Um, well, that was the thing. Cause again, like I said, I haven't been through the retail. I hadn't been through the retail yeah. process for at cat and cloud. So to hear language of seven steps of service and then put, run it through the filters of my brain of like, oh, well, this is what service is. Yeah. It was just, an, and that's why I'm not trying to say like, I'm right in my assumptions. I'm trying to get the clarity on it and yeah. the, the share the intention because I think it is something that's powerful. Yeah. And my I gut think feeling is. is that if you had been through concierge training, it would make perfect sense to you. Sure. Right. But it is, it's a thing that means another thing, right? Yeah. FIFO, first in, first out. That means something with the subset. So does full hands in, full hands out. You know, it means something. Seven steps to service means something. Mm-hmm. These all mean something. So yeah. that there is language to be involved, but it is specific to. And this is a fair, like what we talked about today is important and valuable for anybody should they decide to use it for their business, right? They could just say, hey, this is the seven steps, whatever. The seven, you can call it whatever the fuck you want <laughs> at, a, at a register. You know, this is the seven points of contact, the seven statements we use, the seven things. It doesn't matter. Like, for us, it's been the seven steps of service because it's seven steps of service on the first interaction that you're going to have with somebody beyond the two-step rule, right? Two-step rule, everybody gets a greeting. The overall concept, everybody gets a greeting. Two-step rule is within two steps, right? It's a little bit more specific, but it's not over-managing every single person in the world to do, like, for instance, Chris didn't say this. Everybody in the cafe doesn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's not like 12 people have to say hi to the same person. Which yeah. is annoying in its own way. Yeah. Right? But if, you know, the two-step rule could theoretically mean, just if you wanted to open it up, everybody has to do that. So there's six people on the floor. They all have to say hi within two steps, and it's all of a sudden it's like, hi, 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 hi. Yeah, that's a good distinction right? that, I didn't, that I didn't make earlier, which you is the two-step rule and the greeting in the seven steps aren't necessarily the same thing, but they could be depending on the yeah, situation. Yeah, and they're concepts yeah. that you have to, like, everything you still have to manage and lead with whatever all of these things that you're talking about seven steps of service full hands they they all are tools to help deliver the quality of service that we want to deliver to our guests and we have cultural language specific to us that we communicate by using seven steps like i said seven steps of service i guarantee you that some of these other companies that are awesome and large have a similar steps of service that they call something different yep right because somebody has to have that. We're not the only people in the world who have a concept like that. Yep. And that's that's more what I mean, right? Great. I think this the important thing here was just breaking down like that lingo. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think that's valuable. And I, I genuinely believe lingo. that people need to come up with their own version. I mean, we came up with concierge because it was our own as a hotel term a lot of the time, right? But or other places, but we use it because the of concierge the concierge desk. Yeah. It means something here that it means to us. Yeah. And yeah, a similar thing was, you know, we did another video with Mark t- talking about, you know, batching tasks on bar and somebody said, oh, that's great. Do you have a, like, do a video for batching tasks in the cafe? And I said, well, you know about fives? Right. And they were like, well, what is that? And I'm like, well, this is how we use it. Right. You could use it in your own thing. Anyway. No, I think that's wise. Yeah. I mean, that's. So I- it's like taking these things that we use and. That's the whole reason yeah. why I want to do this one. And I love that. I think there's a lot of power of that, like Chris said. 
I think that's something that everybody should be able to grab, right? If somebody tries to take fives and be like, yeah, we do fives now, it might not culturally resonate with their company, but the concept could make a lot of sense. They could use it to make sense for their culture, their yeah. values. And that's what I think the best or everybody should be doing. Cool. It's called learning. Hey, everyone. That's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places, YouTube, Instagram. We're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for being awesome. We'll be back next week.